Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Nick and Manny's Infinite Podcast. Uh, Infinite peaking podcast, it seems like. My mic is peaking a lot today, but we don't care. It'll be leveled to the correct levels anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're here as always. Nick's here. I'm here. It's it's Nick and Manny's Infinite Podcast. That means Nick and Manny are here, right? Well, when the days that I'm not here, then uh-huh. it's just Nick's Infinite Podcast. Yeah, I don't introduce it as such. Maybe I should. Maybe I should really confuse the branding. Mm. You know, I think you should make a different uh podcast feed called uh called Nick's Bites, where it's just your podcast, where it's just by yourself, and then we'll have an entire like infinite podcast uh a network n- network mm-hmm. network. Some would say, mm. um, I think that might be the correct thing for us to do. Maybe this fall we should start a, a, another podcast, not on this feed, on another feed, but it could be part of the network. I think I think maybe that could happen. Mm, maybe okay. maybe something like okay. that would work we'll see so you're talking about soccer right yes obviously my favorite sport mm. everyone's favorite sport the uh sport in kansas city uh soccer team is uh they exist that's what i know man said they exist they won the championship well, hey. a while back i think question mark okay i don't know i don't know either i don't have any context for kansas the only contact I have for Kansas City is chili on cinnamon rolls mm-hmm. and loitering in parking lots. Loitering in parking lots? Oh, yeah. My uh, my hometown yeah. of 6,000 people, there's nothing to do, so all the high schoolers just chill in the Walmart parking lot. Walmart is the place to be in, in uh, my old hometown. Mm, okay, okay. I was going to say that we're here with another episode with uh-huh. a banger thumbnail, might I add. This People have actually liked this thumbnail a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, Nick sends me a message today, and Elena, because we're in a group chat where we just have Elena sit in there while we plan stuff. And Nick asked, and I quote, said, Manny, any ideas for what to title this thing and what the thumbnail should be? And then I said, just put a photo of a room and then the photo of Tom Cruise at the movies with him cut out. I sent him the photo. I said, cut him out of this photo. (laughs) And then we got this product, (laughs) which I enjoy very much. I think it's it's the perfect amount of wacky and stupidity that I enjoy. You know what my favorite thing about it is? There's no there's no reason for Tenet COVID era Tom Cruise to be in this thumbnail whatsoever. I'm not back to anywhere. I just isn't. I've just moved somewhere for the first time. I'm not back to anywhere that I haven't been in a while. I am at somewhere totally new. So back to the movies doesn't work in this context at it all. It doesn't. But the but like Tom Cruise's position is like, all right, check out my crib. So it ended <laughs> yeah. up working in the end. Uh, my my first idea was to uh, like Photoshop myself over exhibit uh, for the MTV cribs. Is it cribs that he did or is it no? He did pimp my cribs. ride. Did he do both? Mm- Hold on. You're talking about exhibit? I thought Pimp My Ride was hold on. Pimp My Ride. He did one of those two. It was hosted. It was hosted by Exhibit, yes. Okay. Pimp My Ride was Exhibit. So he did both of them? Hold on, wait. I'm checking Cribs. Cribs TV show. Uh doesn't say. Okay. For some reason I I remember I okay. I, I was thinking of Pimp My Ride. I remember him hosting one of those shows on that on that channel. Yeah. 
But ever since before I moved, I think Jay mentioned we need an, an uh, MTV Cribs tour of the apartment, which I did give. I, I did post that video on the Discord the other day. You did, yes. And in the but thumbnail, we need like a completely edited one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the thumbnail is my bedroom. That is a, a view of, I guess, half of my bedroom. The half the half the bedroom where all the cool stuff is. So all my yeah, all my movies, including that Zelda poster. Yeah, that Zelda poster. Oh, I wonder who got that for me. Um, all my all my movies, some of my games, the rest of my games, if you can see right underneath Tom's left armpit are tucked on that shelf behind there. You can see the uh, green cases of the Xbox games. On that shelf yep. back there. But yeah, that is uh, that is my room complete with Godzilla on top of that shelf. We always have to include Godzilla. Did we make sure to include Godzilla in like your WangerCon episode? I don't think so, because that ah, was, damn it, because it was a special episode. I don't care. Even you though put he, Godzilla in the back, he was with us in spirit, I suppose. I guess Godzilla's always with me. <laughs> Is he your Lord and Savior? Yes, him and Pete. Um, legitimately, though, not that I'm actually considering getting a tattoo anytime soon. But the longer I go, the more I think that if I do get a tattoo, it's going to be Godzilla. Damn, Nick is going to get a, a Godzilla tattoo before he steps foot in the club. I see how it is. Probably. I don't know. We'll see. Things I wouldn't expect. Yeah, two things that I would have never said that I would do, which I'm still not sure about. I'm still not sure about it if I ever want to get a tattoo. But if I were to, I don't want to get something that I feel like would age poorly for me down the line if i got it so i would want something that i'd be like fairly secure that i'm a fan of so it wouldn't be of like a particular person like not any not a person that i would idolize because like what if they get proven to be a piece of shit down the line i don't want to have to have it i don't want to be stuck with a tattoo of that so you're telling me you don't want a tattoo on your like on your arm of like a weinstein or maybe Chris Pratt or something. Yeah, or that, or that, that, uh, that guy who had the fucking Johnny Depp back tattoo. Like, no, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I don't need any of that. So, uh, yeah, no real people for my tattoos. Godzilla seems like a safe bet because he's always going to be cool. Uh, yeah. And even if he's not, there will always be Godzilla stuff that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was a little yes. tangent. I, I know my tattoo. I'm pretty sure I'm getting mine when I go back to school. Because my friend does tattoos and she said that she would do mine for free. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be a white lotus pie show tile. I don't know where I'm going to put it. If it's going to be on my wrist or my arm or something. Mm-hmm. But it's just going to be that white lotus uh, tile. Because it means a lot to me. And that show means a lot to me. And it just celebrated 14 years since it ended. Oh, fun. okay. You're talking about that. I thought you were talking about the fucking HBO show White Lotus from last year. I'm like, why? No. Do, why do you want a tattoo of that? <laughs> no, not that. Oh my god. You didn't mention it was the last Airbender thing, so I had no idea. The people know when I'm talking about White Lotus. I don't mean the show with <laughs> Alexandra Daddario. I'm talking about <laughs> the Order of the White Lotus. Sure. Yeah. Do I have a physical pie show towel? Not yet, Jay. I am getting one soon. When All I in good my, time, My Jay. RPG stuff. But it'll show up eventually. <laughs> Jay says fucking Nick shaking my head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's correct. That is correct. That, that was... We did a, a great discovery today of everyone saying, fuck you, Nick. 
yeah uh in the discord that was that was great and the most recent one was me and mm-hmm. that was during wangier con yeah it was a very aggressive i kind of deserved that one but i don't think i deserve all the fuck you nicks mm. <laughs> harley no it's not his fault harley. he doesn't know any better what do you mean he always knows better. He literally looks at them and he starts laughing as he's going through the through the buildings. <laughs> I can fix him, okay? You can fix Oh my god, this is like an ex with Nick. <laughs> Nick sees an entire like instead of like a toxic girl or something that needs to be saved, Nick sees Godzilla. <laughs> he's like I can fix him. Yeah. There's still good in him. I know it. It's like it's like Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi. But only in Return of the Jedi, because A New Hope and Empire, he's like, nah, this dude's evil. I got to kill him. Mm-hmm. Even Obi-Wan, like Obi-Wan, even all through Return of the Jedi, is like, he's more machine now mm-hmm. than a man. You got to kill the fuck out of him, Luke. Exactly. He's like, um, he's he's totally given up him. on him, which which you can see in the Disney Plus Obi-Wan Kenobi series from a few months ago. You can really see Obi-Wan giving up on Vader, which you had no context for beforehand, obviously. None. None. Never. None whatsoever. A totally justifiable show that totally deserves to exist. Kyle says, are we canceling Godzilla? That's cool. I was always hashtag Team Kong. That's right. Team Kong all the way. Monkey. Monkey. The more Godzilla movies I watch, the more I am on Team Godzilla. He also has considerably more movies. He's got like 30-something movies. Kong's got... 37 or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Kong's got a handful. He's got like 5 to 10 uh, throughout his history, but like... Yeah, Godzilla at his core is cooler, but Kong is a more purely good character. I love my monkey. I love that monkey. It's very true. Is that a monkey? Why are you doing no, a Sh- why are you doing a Shrek voice? He's, he's not donkey. <laughs> is not, that a monkey? Is that a donkey? <laughs> donkey. <laughs> I'm like, why does he sound like Shrek when he says monkey? We still need to watch Shrek four. We have we yet to do that. Elena, Elena, we got to do it. We just got to get it out of the way. It's like clocking in for work. You just got to do it. It's the last one. The last one. And then we'll go watch the rest of the good ones. But the reason why we talk about Nick's room is because Nick currently moved. Nick has moved locations. He's no longer living with his parents. He grew up. He's a big boy now. Yeah, I am an adult. So the thumbnail says we are adults. This is how I am an adult now because I... I am a financially independent adult, totally, for the first time in my life. My parents aren't paying for the roof over my head. I'm paying for everything out of my own pocket with my job and other stuff that I'm doing. I've got all of that shit. It's on my shoulders now, and I am in a very nice new apartment, which, for the area that I'm living in, is cheaper than I would expect it to be, so that's a bonus. But yeah. Interesting. I have finally made that step. I've been both excited for and dreading this for the last several months because it's been like at least a good three four months that i've known this was going to be what was happening so the whole time i was like excited to finally get out of my parents house because like i love my parents but at a certain point living with your parents is not fun there's certain things that like just the overall feeling that i have is that i'm not an adult as long as i was living with my parents that's kind of how i always felt so even though, like, I had my job, I was paying for my car and all that stuff, it still wasn't feeling like I was grown up. So, now I have that. And, uh, mm. I'm still getting used to it, but so far, so good. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I think it's gonna be good for me. Might go broke, but, you know. 
What was that? What does that matter? Go broke. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... you'll go broke in a little bit. I guarantee it. Yeah, we all do. Well, you gotta like. I'm expect. Well, you gotta pay for stuff. <laughs> gotta pay for stuff, but also gotta get used to budgeting for the first time, which probably means some growing pains in that process until I figure out exactly how to handle my money. Plus, like with with my current job, until I find something else, it's like sort of inconsistent in terms of the pay. The hours aren't always locked in at this particular amount of hours every single week, so that's something that has been a little weird, but I've got enough to pay for the stuff I need to pay for. And you know what you could use to pay for those? A credit card. Eventually. He said eventually, folks. There we go. Once my once my financial situation is more stable, and I think I can do that. Mm. Or, you know what you could do? Is you know that Game Pass subscription? Just put on a credit card and pay it. Because mm-hmm. that's only once every three months as well. I actually bought yeah, mine up for seven. like nine months. I mm, bought like three go. of those uh, three month packs last time they were on sale. Yeah, I miss those. Every Black Friday they sell them, so I snatch up at least six months at a time. Yeah, but they used to have uh, um, like yearly ones, and now those don't exist. I've never seen a yearly one for Ultimate. I've seen it for regular Game Pass, and I've seen it for the old Xbox. Gold. Oh no, no, I'm talking about for Xbox Live oh, because yeah, yeah. What, because before before they got rid of them, what you could do is you could buy like three years of Xbox Live, mm-hmm. and then when you got your Game Pass for a dollar for that month or whatever, it would extend for the three months for the three years. Okay. Yeah, I, so that's why. So that's how one of my friends did it. Was they were like, "All right, I'm just gonna buy like five years up front, and then there's the dollar, and now I don't have to worry about paying for Game Pass." Yeah, yeah. When when I had gold before I switched to Game Pass Ultimate a couple years ago, I would always and it cost more money in the long run, but I did the ten bucks a month to pay for gold rather than the sixty bucks a year, just because I was not making very much money and paying sixty bucks at any one time seemed like too much, so. I cost myself more in the long run, but in college when I was making shit money, spending ten bucks every month instead of spending sixty bucks seemed like seemed like the play, even though obviously it cost me twice as much. But that was how it used to be when I was actually broke. Mm. Yeah, being broke sucks. I yeah. hate it. <laughs> I was like, I'm well aware that I'm spending more money overall, but I cannot I, I feel like if I spend sixty bucks at one time right now, it's just gonna suck. Like really suck. Yeah, that was what being in college was like. It is what being in college is like. Yeah, I know because I still have one more semester. I'm yeah, almost done. Yeah, like I didn't have to pay for like I put all the all the substantial uh, payments for college, put them off in loans and stuff. So I didn't have to pay for anything like month to month when I was there other than like, you know, streaming subscriptions and stuff like that. But in terms of bills, I didn't really have them. But I also didn't have much spare time and I wasn't making much money. So the amount of money I was getting was fairly limited. Yeah. I'm very grateful that I've only had to take out loans once so mm-hmm. far, because other than that, uh, I had full tuition and then me and my parents have always gone half and half on school. Yeah. So I pay half, they pay half and that's it. But we've only had to do loans once. And I think we're going to have to do it one more time and yeah. I'm not happy about it because yeah, I'm not either, but it was the only way to actually get through college. Like, I agree. The finances were such that even paying for a semester without them wasn't going to happen. I would have had to work yeah. an ungodly amount at something full-time that I was underqualified for in order to make that work. And at that point, it wasn't worth it. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, I I can't rent a car at twenty. I can't rent a car. I still can't rent a I car. Can, but I can take out loans upon loans upon loans of money and then be in debt for the rest of my life and essentially die never owning anything. Yeah, that's about right. But you know, twenty five to rent a car. Mm-hmm. That was so weird when I. This is that. my hangup. You know, you you can go to war and die at eighteen, but you can't rent a car at twenty five <laughs> until you're twenty five. Makes it's total sense. So stupid. It is so stupid. It's a very logical system we have. It really is. <laughs> it it truly is. Ten out of ten. No notes. No notes whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you... but the move was all good. You took a long. You took an entire day. You took two days essentially to move everything. Um. Yeah. Overall, so I took. It's like thirty-five minutes from my house in my hometown to get to the apartment here. So I, throughout last week, I took like three trips, bringing smaller stuff up, like movies and games and stuff like that. Stuff that wasn't god awful huge that had to be put in a moving truck. So I got most of that here by. Um, so I moved all the big stuff on Saturday. So I got most of that little stuff here by Friday, Thursday or Friday, I think. Then went rented a moving truck for a day, and. Uh, put all the big stuff in there. So my Ikea shelf for my movies, my bed, um, my recliner, my desk chair, a couple other things uh, that I'm blanking on. Oh, the boxes for my new TV stand and my new desk, which um, my desk in particular I love. But all that big stuff was in the moving truck. Moved moved it all in on Saturday. I think we had emptied the moving truck by like noon on Saturday. And we uh, started putting bigger stuff away, but we couldn't really put everything away until we had the desk and the TV stand assembled because depending on how big they actually were once they were set up, uh, sort of dictated how we had to organize my room. So we couldn't really organize anything in my room until that stuff was fixed. Plus my uh, my movie shelf had to be fixed because it we did not construct it well uh, when we got it from Ikea a couple of years ago. And it's been through two moves to and from school since then. So it was not in great shape. We had to put a bunch of screws in the Ikea shelf to get it to work. It's very sturdy now, thankfully. Um, but yeah, we had we had that to worry about. And then uh, my parents ran out of time because they had to get the moving truck back at a certain time on Saturday. And so they had other stuff going on that night. So couldn't do anything else on Saturday. So I just chilled, even though my setup wasn't uh, wasn't ready. I went in the living room and watched, I think, The Incredibles on the TV in the living room, which we can talk about a little bit later if you want. Um but yeah, then Sunday my parents came up, we uh, put everything together. Putting the TV stand in, together in particular was a bitch. It was a god-awful experience. Uh, at a few points I thought I had broken it and that we would have to like go get the parts again. It worked out in the end. Got that put up, got the desk put up. They are next to each other. It's not a totally perfect setup because I want I wanted them. The one thing I liked about my cramped, really cramped setup at home was that the TV and the computer were right next to each other. So when I was doing streams or I was capturing footage, they were right next to each other and I could like be at my computer, like managing a stream or whatever, while also looking at my TV, which I can kind of do now if I turn myself and turn the microphone in a certain way. But it's not not a perfect setup. But overall, I've got a lot of space to work with. That's like the one bummer that I found with it. But I've got considerably more space. I can move around more. I can breathe. I'm not so cramped in that tiny ass room that i've been growing up with since i was four years old and it's just a better situation overall so it was a stressful week week and a half or so of getting everything together and moving everything out but it's pretty much all set up now and yeah i'm looking forward to this because there's a lot of stuff that 
I felt like I couldn't do until I had moved. So there's more stuff that I can do now. And the best part is I am five to 10 minutes away from two, actually three different movie theaters. So going to movies will be even easier for me now, which I'm very excited about. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's always great to hear. Yeah. I think I'm going to go see Marcel the Shell in a day or two, maybe tomorrow, probably Friday. I think I see it tomorrow because that's the only time that it's showing. Mm. Yeah, we got one theater here that's got like five or six showings throughout the day, and it's the theater that's that's ten minutes away from me. So, so that's cool. No, you see, but you're lucky because you have an AMC, and they're more likely to show it, whereas I don't. So I have to go to the in the independent theater. Yeah, well, we just don't have an independent theater, so. Yeah. We got one in Lawrence, which is where I went to college. Um, I saw Jojo Rabbit there, and that was the only movie I saw there. The theater itself was really cool. Like, it's also attached to a video store that I went to a couple times and rented some stuff from. But it's a totally cool, definitely college town vibe in that place. I love that indie theater, and I wish I'd gone there more than once. But mm. yeah, got lots of AMCs around here. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and so everyone always talks about AMC, and I'm like, "Fuck you." Yeah, and as Jay says, I am an A list member. I've been trying to use it more, especially now that I don't have to travel as much because it was a half hour drive to me from uh, from home. <clears throat> excuse me, from home to the theater. Uh, so I'd usually try and catch it on the way back, catch something on the way back from work because the theater was on the way home from work. Um, but now I can just I can walk to one of the theaters, the theater that's like within walking distance from me. Um, it. It's got like only 14 screens on it and the stuff it's playing is pretty much all the big popular stuff. So it would never play a Marcel the Shell, for example, at that theater. It would only play like the stuff that was actually mm. big at the box office. It doesn't have enough screens for anything more than that. So that's kind of a bummer. But again, the, the theater that would be playing stuff like that is just a short drive away. So it's a good situation. Yeah, our like indie theater has three screens. Mm. So... I think the I think, very, the I think the indie theater in college had two, and it was where they insulated. Like the whole theater was made of brick, and it wasn't. Yeah, that's ours too. Yeah, it was kind of cool, but also like this is unlike it. Excuse me, this is unlike any other theater I'd ever been to. Yeah, it, it's weird because I like it, but at the same time, I'm kind of a snob, so I'm like, I wish the. I wish the seats were a little bit better. I wish the, the speakers were a little bit better. I wish the projector was just a little bit bigger. I'm like, ah, I want it just a little bit more. But, you know, support independence, uh, independent theaters and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yep. <sighs> I don't know where to transition after this. <laughs> um, We could talk about movies and TV. We could talk about video games. We can just find something random to talk about. I mean, we could also talk about the other reason why it says we are adults. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to end the episode now, because I thought that was going to be the end of the episode when we were talking about that stuff. But we're, we're already doing oh, no, it. So. There's nothing to say about it. <laughs> yeah, we're already doing it. So let's do it. Um, You're 21 now. I'm 21. Woohoo. That's it. That's really all. I have completed the big 2-1. Mm-hmm. I can drink now. Not that I'm going to do it yeah. like at all, mostly, but it's there now. I can get a horizontal license, which I'm excited for. 
that's gonna be fun mm-hmm. it's gonna feel official that's it it's more of a <laughs> it's more of a milestone than anything like it's like one of those big birthdays to hit like more than anything which made it feel more special than the average birthday at least when it happened for me because at the time when i turned 21 i was like in college i was gung-ho like i'm not gonna drink i don't like the taste of any of any alcohol that i've had i just don't see the need for it so i was like i'm good i don't need it and now you're an alcoholic totally yeah um but yeah like that was my attitude then by the time i actually turned 21 i'd softened on somewhat and then like went to a barcade for my 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 birthday party and all that and i had drinks every now and then since then and like i'm i'm cool with alcohol i kind of wish i would be in situations where i could drink a little more than i do because it's like maybe once every month or two for me like for just for me like everyone's got their own different approach to it but the point was when i was 21 i was like yeah whatever alcohol is not really important to me but the actual fact that it was a milestone birthday was sort of what made it special because like 22 and like 23 and 24 in particular for me just felt like weird birthdays like it's like this is not this is not a special birthday because you get to that point like when you're a teenager where all the birthdays feel not all the birthdays but like you've got a lot that feels special like 13 because you're a teenager 16 because like sweet 16 and shit like that and you can get your license and stuff depending on what state that you're in um then 18 obviously you're an adult and it's around the time that you're graduating high school so that's a milestone in and of itself so you've got all that stuff but once you hit once you get past 21 it's pretty much the years that are in a five and a zero in terms of big milestone birthdays and at that point it's more so that you feel old when you hit those birthdays mm. so 21 is like the last really special one i don't know you got it that was to just look kind forward of another to. day <laughs> no it was just another day really yeah the- i woke up and then i just did a couple small things like just had breakfast at home mm-hmm. a little bit more than usual um and then we just did nothing pretty much the entire day yeah that's kind of what i did it was really just uneventful mm-hmm. yeah the actual day itself for me was uneventful like I think I played some Wii U. Like, I think I was thinking about this earlier. I think on my 21st, I was playing New Super Mario Brothers U on the Wii U. And then we ate at, like, Red Robin or something for dinner that evening. Then we came came home and watched the Deadwood movie because we just finished watching Deadwood for the first time. The movie had just come out. So that was how I spent my 21st, the day itself. I think my party wasn't until a couple couple weeks later because we were trying to find a time to get that worked for everybody. But, yeah. I'm glad you, you you went to, like, a casino or something, didn't you? Yeah, I played bingo. You had bingo. You had bingo at your casino. Yeah, I. WangerCon people, did I miss bingo somewhere? Because I don't think they had bingo at least uh, in Vegas anywhere. I haven't. I haven't seen that as an official game at casinos. Bingo's fun. It is I fun. Like it. I play play bingo with my family every Christmas for like gas station gift cards and shit. Mm. It gets intense. It can get intense, yeah, but. No, it was just, you know, me, myself, my and I. Irene. Bingo. No. No. No, the cl- Irene. The classic Fairly Brothers film. Yes. That was exactly <laughs> what I was going for. Yeah. Jay says Said there was no, no bingo, bingo in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, I, exactly. I didn't think so. Um, Yeah, just wanted to bring that up because that's a, a, another rite of passage birthday for you. You are, again, you're already an adult, but now you're really an adult. No, not until I'm 25. Not until I can, not rent, until a can rent a car. goddamn car. Isn't it? Isn't it also but, like uh, that your brain isn't fully developed until you hit around 25? 
Isn't that how? Oh, isn't that how oh, the science? Oh, but supposedly we can is? go to war and we can sign our death threats and we can go and sign our graves and hand over our body to the governments that they can use us and send us to fight in their stupid bullshit wars. Go off, King. Keep going. It's just stupid. It's such a stupid requirement of yeah. hey, you got to be twenty five to 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 go rent a car. Jay says you can rent a car at 21. It's more expensive. But, I mean, most places it's 25. Mm. Oh, I can't even go see comedy shows until I'm 21. That was stupid. Were you going to attend a show and then you couldn't? Well, like, Ellis's shows or stuff. I, if I wanted to go attend them, I couldn't because mm. I had to be 21. Yeah. Well, you can now. Next time he comes to Phoenix or wherever he goes in Arizona. He was there the week after WingerCon. Oh, that's right. And I didn't know there was like oh, no promotion of it. That sucks. Well, I did I was, see I did I see him sick. post about it a couple times the that week of when I was like, "Are you sure you're healthy, dude?" Because <laughs> mm. he was around all of us, and I was like, "I'm not sure if he's making those shows." It's like five days after exposure, but I know I I think I think he ended up being fine. I think he ended up going there and doing those shows. I don't think he had to cancel them or anything. Yeah, because all you guys got COVID. Yeah, I, th- I guess we can officially fully say that now. We can use the we can use the silly or uh, the scary uh, five letter acronym. It's not scary. It's life. At this point, yes. At this yes. point, it's just a like I shouldn't say for everybody because like even vaccinated people, some people have b- very bad reactions to it. I don't want to speak for every single person out there, but for everyone that went there, uh, it was mostly a nuisance for like the following week. It wasn't. It wasn't like god awful that you felt like you were dying. It was just annoying. Yeah, even when I had it, it wasn't the worst thing mm-hmm. in the world. It was just annoying that I had it. I got over it pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, like I, it would linger for a bit, but it wasn't like I'm dying in my bed. It was one really bad day, and then the rest of them were kind of just okay to fine. Yeah. Yeah, when I had it this past time, it was wasn't even that i felt that bad it was like so the monday after so the guess the day after everybody flew home was when i tested positive and all that and it was more so that i was like i'm going to work i was going i was going to go to work that day so i wanted to make sure that i was good before i did anything so did the test and like my throat was hurting but it was also like well i was screaming a couple nights ago i was doing karaoke the night before my throat was already sore when i flew to vegas because of that long stream that we your, did your, your throat is just sore i know permanently. that is it's like like status update sore that's all it does it wasn't always like this it wasn't and i don't know why it yeah. got worse and not either. better yeah but yeah, I've been speaking. I always make I've been fun speaking, of you for it. Yeah, I've been speaking less the last couple of weeks, and today it felt not so great because it's not a COVID thing, but like my mom had like a little respiratory bug, and I think she passed it to me. So I've been like coughing a little bit throughout the day, and it's made my throat a tiny bit sore. Like I feel fine overall. It's just like an annoying little cough here and there. But I have that, of course, the night that I'm <laughs> that I'm doing the podcast. Jay says, "Man's got a weak throat." You're not wrong, Jay. It's true. <laughs> Nick will talk for 20 minutes and be like, sorry guys, I have a sore throat. <clears> throat> See, just like that. <clears throat> exactly. <sighs> yeah. This man's... Anyway, you're 21. Yeah. We got there from that. Yeah, that's all. Mm. That was the list. I mean, that was <laughs> the extent of it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even... Well, I guess now we... Sorry. 
I was just gonna say I didn't even that barcade it went to when I when I turned 21 it wasn't even that special of a thing like I had a couple drinks I was drunk ish I guess but I was fine by the time I got home that night it wasn't a crazy 21st like a lot of people tell tell their story of yeah no mine was just really small it was just my family and then my family left me so it was just <laughs> me um so yeah being alone well I guess I shouldn't necessarily say that. I was gonna say being alone on my birthday sounds like my dream. I don't know if I want to do that. I just want to. I just want to spend it with like very specific people. Like this past year, for example, the birthday I had a couple weeks ago. I was like, I want. I want to hang out in the voice chat with all the winger people because I love you guys. So that's what I want. I didn't. I didn't want to do anything else really. This that was like what I wanted my birthday to be, and we made it happen, which was fun. That's like more than anything. It's what I want to do for my birthday. I just want to be able to do exactly what I want with the people I want to do it with. I don't need yeah, exactly. I don't need other people wishing me a happy birthday throughout the day. That's just not how I am. No, I just it was just a nothing day for me. Yeah, that's just how I feel about it. And that's that. Yeah, we can move on then. But movies. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've done an episode this month, so I don't think well. No. Did I talk about Elvis already? Not on here. I don't think. Oh. Yeah. I saw Elvis. My parents wanted to go see Elvis, and I liked treating them and taking care of them. So we went and saw Elvis. I didn't really like it. Um, the Austin Butler was fine, and there are some things that I like in it. I generally like the energy, but it's just really weird. It's very bizarre. And Tom Hanks is something else in that movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't l- like him at all. And my parents got out and they're like, "Oh, he's gonna get nominated for an Oscar." And I'm like, "That was a bad performance." Has that ever stopped them before? I don't know. I <laughs> hope he doesn't get an Oscar for that. Yeah, I It'd don't. Be embarrassing. Yeah, it's like about it would be embarrassing to be like, uh, and here are your nominees. Tom Hanks, there are some who would call me the villain the of villain. the story. <laughs> like, it's just not good. Yeah. Is Elvis a seeing is believing kind of movie? Just, yes and no. It's really only the beginning of the movie and then uh, the middle of the movie once you see elvis go into his vegas days those are really the only two like oh this is seeing is believing kind of movie the rest of it just kind of feels i don't want to say like normal but it's not as weird and out there as those first couple of minutes are huh. it calms down a little bit it's got you know his style his energy and stuff so it moves at a quick pace through a lot of the beginning stuff but um but yeah it's weird it kind of gets boring and then it just sort of ends when it ends i was like that's it (laughs) does he die does he die at the end spoilers yes (laughs) they never explain how he dies Mm. or why he dies they just do a jump and say and then he died Oh, and so the final shot of the movie him isn't out. him on a toilet or anything? No, no, I was hoping that <laughs> would be, but I heard but I heard before I went into the movie that that wasn't happens. So spoilers, spoilers for Elvis, I guess. 
so it gets to a specific point in Elvis's career when essentially the colonel has like locked him into Vegas and he finds out and he's like, all right, I'm going to leave you. And then he's like, actually, I'm not going to leave you. And that's like the big like, uh huh. So it goes there. Then it cuts to him being escorted out of his house, like on a stretcher. He says like, on this day, Elvis died, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then we hear Tom Hanks' narration again. And he's like, but there was one more performance before that. And then we get a performance of like his last performance. And that was it. And then they intersplice that with footage of Elvis himself. And then the movie ends. I see. Do they do the text at the end where it's like, this is what happened to Robert Parker, da, 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 da. Like everybody does. I don't does? know. Really? I don't remember. <laughs> Interesting. Because, like, that's what every true story movie or every biopic ends with. They've, like, all the stuff that would bog down the movie if they went to all that detail. So they just tell you in text at the very end after the last shot of the movie. I don't remember if that happened. Hmm. Showing you the impression that the movie made on him. You no. Can't, you can't remember that. Yes. I don't remember. What I did remember was his relationship with and now i'm forgetting who the other person's name is uh oh hold on i'll look it up uh but he has a relationship with another artist and they really try very hard to be like see elvis was inspired by black people he was he didn't steal black culture and their uh and their music no 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 he was inspired by them it was bb king okay yes uh his relationship with bb king that was nice to see um but at the same time they're very much like yeah he was a friend to black people and i'm and i was listening to a couple people of colors review and they're like i mean yes and no like he did steal a lot of music from people of color and black people in specific and they try very hard to play it they don't play it off but they don't necessarily condemn him for it because they're like well you see they want to get the music out there but they need a vessel and they need a white man to do it and so that's how they explain why he why his music takes from a lot of their culture so yeah well all i remember was i figured it was going to be the movie's way of addressing that was in the trailer they have like i think it's when, when when martin luther king gets assassinated and like and like the colonel's, yeah, they, the colonel's like, this, this has nothing to do with us. And then Elvis is like, this has everything this to do with this us. This has everything to do with <laughs> us. <laughs> there, you got my impressions of both the silly voices in that movie. There you go. Um, yeah, that was like, I saw that in the trailer and I'm like, I guess that's them trying to address it, huh? They address it in the movie more than that. I see. Because there there's multiple times of him going to bb king and they start off with him and like seeing black gospel music and all these other things so they try to make it to where he was inspired by them and like the soundtrack itself is not necessarily just elvis music it's elvis with like trap and rap music yeah uh, there's a lot of modern artists on that soundtrack yeah so but that was a movie that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've then seen, I what? Yes. I'm just gonna say I've seen a lot of people like on both sides of that. Most most of like the people that I follow my mutuals and stuff on Twitter seem to generally really like it. Uh, some people, I haven't seen that many people like hate it necessarily. It's just a, either just okay or some people really did like it. 
Yeah, I think it's fine. Like, yeah. it's it's just whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what movie isn't whatever, though? Jurassic World Dominion? Oh, I didn't even log that when I saw it. <laughs> I've got, uh, I was thinking of the other, yeah, I another saw thing t- that you went to see, so. Uh, I'm not going to get there yet. Um, I saw Jurassic World Dominion, yes. It was whatever. Mm. <laughs> I don't really have a strong attachment to Jurassic Park as a franchise in general. So I'm not really the person to talk about this, but it was a movie. There were dumb parts. There were some entertaining parts. It came and it went. Yeah, it really did come and go. It's already on digital now, which seems like crazy to me that that a movie of that size from a franchise that's done so well historically is already on VOD. Yeah, it's not a movie that I care to. I don't want to say like talk about, but it's not a movie that I care to have strong feelings no, about. I can't like. I thought the movie sucked, but not in not in like a passionate hatred way. It was just like total apathy. Like, yeah, they're doing the dumb thing. I'm not surprised by this. Like, it is what it is. This is what I expected this movie to be. So I mo- again, I mostly approached it with apathy at that point because I didn't expect any better. Yeah. And then I saw I rewatched everything everywhere all at once because that came out on digital and I wanted to show it to Edith. So Edith finally saw it as well. And I still like it. It's it's still good. It still feels long. <laughs> That's yeah. still my complaint. It's like 20 minutes too long. I feel the runtime of it. I don't think that it's 20 minutes too long, but I feel it. Huh. That's the main thing. I, I like pretty much everything in the movie and what they do with it all and the payoff of everything. And it still sticks with me. I We were saying earlier how it's between Top Gun and this movie for me for my top of the year. And I'm like, Top Gun is a movie I want to rewatch more and experience again, but everything everywhere all at once is a movie that I like thinking about and lingering on. So it's really, they provide different things for me that I enjoy. Yeah. Top Gun's my, it's my current number one. I put it over RRR after the second time I saw Top Gun, but I've only seen like in terms of movies I've loved from this year, it's only really those two. Nothing else that I've loved so far. There's some stuff that I really like, um, but yeah, nothing nothing too blow away for me this year so far. So I'm hoping this the second half of the year in terms of smaller movies really really shines because first half of the year is kind of disappointing in terms of quantity of movies that I actually found myself loving. Nick is really excited for DC League of Super Pets, guys, in case you couldn't tell. Oh, I can't wait. He can't Did you see that video wait, of The Rock guys. and Kevin Hart slapping each other slapping with tortillas? Each other. I saw of it. I didn't watch it. I saw. I didn't see the whole thing. I saw like clips of it on Twitter. It's like okay. Yeah, I'm like okay. They're doing promotional stuff. Uh-huh. It is what it is. Um, and then before we get to the to the big movie that came out two weeks ago, I'll mention that I made Edith watch Rush Hour for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. You mentioned that a while back. How how did that yes. go? Edith liked it. I okay. love it. It's so good. It the dynamic between those two characters and those two actors is just so strong in that first movie. And it gets better, obviously, in two. Two is a goat movie, and I can't wait to show Edith that. But Rush Hour One, I think, is still good. Um humor has not aged great. No. There are some jokes that have not aged well at all. But I like the charisma and I like the chemistry between the two of them. And I think it's a nice, simple story of, hey, buddy cop, good cop, uh, like 
cop that wants to be there and the cop that doesn't the straight man and the comedian and stuff and so th- there are still like good jokes between the two of them one that i like is when he's like you didn't tell me you spoke english he's like you didn't ask he's like you assumed and then later when they're on the plane and chris tucker starts speaking chinese and jackie chan's like you didn't tell me you spoke chinese and he's like you didn't ask you assumed so stuff like that i enjoy and the action still holds up in my opinion jackie's always great yeah, like I, I got not super into Jackie Chan because I've only seen like a couple movies outside of Rush Hour the last couple of years. But I watched the two police story movies. The first police story is like probably top three or four action movies of all time for me. It's fantastic. I love seeing him do action, obviously, if that's what he's really good at. But I think he's just an incredibly charismatic screen presence. And in those movies, which I think all three of those movies are just OK, the Rush Hour movies, like they're fine. I think I, they're all at like three stars for me. It's like they're totally watchable. They're dis- they're good, disposable, watchable entertainment, but you get moments where like Jackie Chan can still he's doing like American choreography, which is a little different. But and obviously it's just it's not necessarily as skilled in terms of the choreography overall, but he still gets to shine. There's some really cool action, some really creative stuff along the way. And he and Chris Tucker are just great together, even with their material not being so great. A lot of the time they make it work more than it has any right to. They do. So, Yeah uh rush hour it was good i enjoyed my rewatch of it and i want to watch the next two which i'm interested to see how three holds up because i remember three not really being well liked by a lot of people but i haven't seen it in years and i remember nothing about three yeah i was in the same boat i saw three like just we had nothing to do one sunday night and i saw three with my parents in theaters which would have been 15 years ago now um yeah, and I was like, I thought it was fine then, and I heard nothing but bad things in the 15 years since then, but I watched it a couple months ago, and it's like, seems no better or worse than any of the other two to me. Mm. They're similar enough, because I don't, like, everyone loves, especially Rush Hour 2, and I'm like, it's fine, it's Rush Hour, it's like, whatever. Again, these movies are, again, fun and disposable, but that's mostly all I can say for them. They're totally fine, extremely watchable, but I don't think any of them rise above the others in the series to me, either. See, but you say fun and disposable like a bad, not, no, not like no, no, a no, no, bad no, no. thing, not a bad but, thing. but like you say, like you say it kind of like, I don't want to say like you say it in a patronizing way, but you say it as like, there's such nothing films, but they're okay for that. And I'm like, and I see it as they're fun. I enjoy my time. I get my worth out of them. Yeah. And I feel the same too, but like, there's like, they're total fluff. There's nothing to them, I guess. And I appreciate them in that regard, but at that point, I don't think they can get past that to me i guess mm, i don't care okay. like, like i don't know i just feel like if you like a movie and it resonates with you then who cares if it's fluff which they don't really they're totally casual totally forgettable experiences for me i like watching mm. them and then i immediately forget about them mm, okay by disposable i guess that's what i mean yeah Harley says um, police story rules. You're correct, Harley. Yes. Kyle has not seen past Rush Hour 2. I think you're fine to watch 3. Three's like, again, to me at least, no better or worse than the other two. But for people who love Rush Hour, then maybe it's considerably worse. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You'll get to it eventually. And we can probably do exactly. those commentaries at some point. We will eventually. Have another, have another commentary we'll... in a hot minute. No, we haven't. Um, I guess we'll go to what you've been watching, then we'll converge for the last one. Okay. 
not much, uh, to be honest with you. I have watched, let's see. Yeah, with WarCon and with moving, I have not watched much in the last several weeks. Um, I have seen, let's see, four movies in the last ten days. It's been, it's been very slow for me. Um, let me see. Uh, newer stuff that I watched, because it's been a while since the, the WarCon recap episode, the last one we did. We didn't talk about, like, movies and stuff at all on that one, so it's been a while since I've talked about what I've watched. Um, I did a double feature of new stuff a couple weeks ago. I saw Lightyear, and then I saw The Black Phone. Uh, Lightyear was about what I expected, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's nothing too special in terms of Pixar stuff. I gave it I gave it the knuck. I gave it a three and a half. It's pretty good. It's kind of forgettable, ultimately, but I enjoyed it. Um, more than I guess more than I expected. It was like the same level of quality that I would that I pretty much expected. I'm like the idea behind the movie is stupid, but the movie itself, I'm sure, will be fine because most Pixar stuff turns out fine. Um, so the movie was good, and even though, even though, like me being jaded about the premise of it is uh, is just something unavoidable. I think the movie itself was good. Um, and Black Phone, I was kind of disappointed by. It was okay, and uh, it got better for me toward the end, but it was a little too late to to totally save it. Um, people talk about how great the uh, child performances were in that movie i think one of the kids the sister is really good but all the other kids in that movie i think are absolutely terrible especially the main kid did not work for me at all so that made the movie as a whole not really work for me as a result um i, w I wanted more from ethan Hawke's character he really doesn't have as much screen time as i thought he would uh, and when he does do it he doesn't make a enough of an impression for me to think of him as like an iconic movie villain like they have a name for him and i can't even remember what the what the name for his character is like his serial killer name i cannot think of it and I've, i almost saw the movie like two weeks ago so that character hasn't resonated much with me and the movie is sort of just forgettable to me um uh, i didn't like it as much as most people did which disappointed me but you know it is what it is if i see enough movies i'm not gonna i'm not gonna love everything i see but it was okay it almost got good near the end but i was a little disappointed in that other than that, I rewatched Heat from Michael Mann, which I absolutely love. I gave it the full five bagger this time. Uh, absolute classic. Rewatched Hot Rod, which is great. I cannot wait to do a commentary of Hot Rod with you. Have you seen Hot Rod? I know of Hot Rod. Okay, you haven't actually seen it. Okay, so that'll be a fun comment. Not fully. I've seen clips and stuff. Yeah, if you like Lonely Island, which I believe you do, then I don't. I love Lonely Island. Yeah, I don't think you have any... I know, yes, I know that it's yeah, Lonely Island. I don't think you have anything to worry about in terms of enjoying, at least for a commentary, enjoying that movie. Um, Okay, so a couple that we can talk about. Uh, I rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Let's go! <laughs> I gave it four and a half stars, folks. As of now, in my current weird out-of-order MCU rewatch, uh, it's my favorite MCU movie at this particular point in time. We will see how I... it's a great MCU movie. Yeah. It's a good James Gunn movie, but it's a good MCU movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it, it, yeah. Uh, it has barely anything to do with the rest of the MCU, and that's part of why it works. Um, yeah, I love it. I love the characterization. They have a couple jokes that I don't think really land and they have a couple they have a couple moments where the dialogue can be really on the nose when james gunn's like this is exactly what i want you to feel this is exactly what these are co the connections i want you guys to make stuff like that uh, it's a little too blunt for me but all in all the movie as a whole works really well i appreciate that it's a hangout movie where nothing's really going on for the first half just because you get you get a lot of stuff set up just between the characters and i appreciate that 
and it looks better than I remember it looking. Like, it's still got sort of a, especially on Ego's plane, it's got sort of a fake CGI sheen to some of it, but all in all, especially compared to how most of the movies in the MCU since then have looked, I, I really like the look of it. Um, it just feels like there's more love and care put into that movie than, again, than anything we've seen since, which is sort of unfair to, for me to keep saying, but, like, after watching the movie we're going to get to, it's, like, night and day, because uh, someone we know compared the movie we're going to get to, to Guardians 2, very favorably, and I'm like, I do not see it. So I rewatched Guardians 2 with that in mind, and I especially did not see it after that. But uh, the point being, I love Guardians 2, and um, I'm curious to see how I feel about the first one, because I never liked the first one as much as other people did, and I'm wondering if I'll like it more now than I used to. But I'll get to that at some point. Uh, last movie I saw, the uh, rewatch that I mentioned earlier, The Incredibles, the first Incredibles. I have a weird relationship with that movie in that it's not one of my most seen Pixar's, but I've seen it a handful of times over the years, and everybody talks about how it's one of the best Pixar movies, and I've never quite fully felt that way. I liked it more this past time than I have, uh, than I than I've liked it in a long while but I still don't think it breaks through to upper-level Pixar for me. It's really good, and, like, as a story and as a script, it's really effective. Um, like, it's just really efficient and well-written and all that, but I don't connect to it emotionally on the level that my favorite Pixar movies connect to me with, and I guess that's what holds it back, is what I can say. But it's really good. Like, I, I will never take away that The Incredibles is at least really good, because it is. It's a great movie, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. I don't know, like, I don't know. Just something about that movie always hits for me personally. It's it's the action and the character dynamics and the story. And especially now, what it says about, like, fandom and stuff and nerds. I don't know. I kind of, I feel it. Some people deserve to be bullied. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I get it. And I, I, think, like I, think, I think that stuff works well it just doesn't hit me emotionally like the other movies do like my favorite pixar movies do kyle's asking what my favorites are um as of my last viewing of everything ratatouille is ratatouille was my favorite um any oh i should say toy story two through four those are all pretty high up there i like the, i love the first toy story as well but it's never been one of my favorites it's sort of in incredibles range for me uh, get four so out of there I love four, dude. You're not going to convince me that I don't love four. Um, let's see. Soul, I don't think it's like one of my favorites, but Soul was great. Uh, let's see. going to try and go back here. Finding Nemo is always Wally, bad. Wally, Up, Finding No, finding up, up's, up's not one of my favorites. Up is... F up is up. Up is overrated, Yeah, I, I, in my opinion. I really wanted you to be wrong about that, and then I watched it again, and I'm like, the, movie, the rest of the movie is just not nearly as compelling. It's fine, but it's not... And like, it's not enough for me to call the movie great. That opening sequence is not enough for me to think it's great. It's fine. It's totally watchable. But yeah, I was disappointed. Up, Coco is really good. Elena, it's not one of my favorite Pixar's. Um, Racist. I'm kidding. <laughs> what you hate stories about minorities? Huh? Huh? Hate stories about family dynamics that are that are toxic and confusing and affect your livelihood? Huh? Nothing. It's not that movie's fault that I saw like five movies with that same premise in the last six months. We got a lot of we got a lot of uh, generational trauma movies, especially animated movies that have been hitting for the last little while. Um, yeah, Coco's I, I, Coco's really good. What else? 
Am I missing anything? Inside Out's overrated. Inside Out's pretty Inside good. Inside Out is overrated. Let's see. Brave, Last Dinosaur. I haven't, I haven't seen those two. Those, uh, those are the only two I haven't seen. Bugs Life, I don't like. Finding, I don't like Bugs Life either. Finding I li- Dory. I, fi- I like Finding Dory. It's not one of my favorites. Um, Cars movies are all fine. Cars 2 is not good, but 1 and 3 are fine. Um, Credibles 2 is okay. I actually kind of re- want to rewatch that now, see if I like it more or less. Um... Am I missing anything? Oh, Monsters, Inc. is great. That's probably my top five. And then Monsters University. Monsters University is okay. Um, Up, Wally, Ratatouille, uh, Car... I think we hit... I think, I think that's we, it. I think we got them all. Uh, Onward is forgettable. Onward's okay. Uh, Which Turning one? Red's good. Oh, Onward. Onward. Yeah, Turning Luca. Red's good. Yeah, Luca's forgettable. Turning yeah. Red was good. Not top tier, but Turning Red is good. I think that's all. Turning Red is good. So, long story short, Kyle, it's like Ratatouille, The Toy Stories, uh, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc. As the short list, probably. Maybe Soul Mm. slides in there. Soul definitely slides in there for me. Anyway, Pixar is good. I wish I really loved Incredibles like some people do, but it's great. I'm I'm comfortably in the great range for it. All right, then. Now, there's another movie that came out. That we can talk about. Or we cannot. I can talk a little bit about it. Alright. I don't know how much I'll actually have to say about it. Because I've already forgotten a lot of it. Uh, but we can we can try. Thor Love and Thunder came out. Now oh, let me get sure this. Did. I don't hate the movie. I don't think it's the worst MCU movie. Not by a long shot in my opinion. But it highlights a lot of the flaws of the MCU. And puts them all into one package. And so, in a way, I'm glad that this is finally, like, breaking people, because this is everything that I've been saying for the last two years, and people are finally seeing it. Um, But it was just kind of nothing, and, like, I just don't really have any feelings towards it. I don't have any, like, great things to say about it, and I don't really have any complete, like, Oh, this was horrible. This was terrible. This is going to ruin... I, I don't care. It was just sort of there. I sat there for two hours. I watched, and then I left. And that's it. Yeah, you uh, you sort of hit the nail on the head. I liked it less than you overall, but I sort of had the same general feelings. I watched it, and I left. Like I, My eyes were looking at the screen for two hours or whatever that movie was, and then I left, and it went immediately left my brain. Because I mentioned the apathy I had with Jurassic World Dominion earlier. I felt maybe even more of that with Love and Thunder. Like, I felt literally nothing at any point watching watching Love and Thunder. Didn't didn't really laugh at any point. Didn't feel sad at any point. Didn't feel happy at any point. Like, it just did nothing for me in any real way whatsoever. And I rewatched Ragnarok the night before. Um, just cause I haven't seen it in a few years and my feelings on Taika Waititi are different than they, than they were the last time I saw the movie. Cause I used to really like Ragnarok. Um, I watched it again and it's got some funny stuff. And I think it's, especially compared to this movie, it's got a better overall arc for Thor at least. Um, and I think Chris Hemsworth does well with the pivot in the direction of the character and all that. But yeah, the movie as a whole didn't work for me. It dragged. I think it looks terrible. Like just feels very slapdash. Like, the production feels very slapdash. It doesn't look good to me at all. It's colorful, but that's all I can say for it. Um, Yeah, just humor doesn't really work for me anymore, other than a couple jokes. 
but yeah, I was sort of disappointed because Ragnarok, especially around the time it came out, I watched it a bunch and I was a huge fan and I just don't care for it anymore. I like it more than I like Love and Thunder still, but yeah, I was disappointed by that. But so after I didn't like Ragnarok so much going into Love and Thunder, I was expecting and after all the things that I'd heard, because I've heard some stuff about it beforehand, I was expecting to be like, yeah, whatever. And I sort of walked out feeling that way. Um, yeah, like Chris Hemsworth is still fun, I guess, in the role, but everything else just feels so tired. This is the most tired the MCU has ever felt to me. It feels like so many people going through the motions more than ever. Like you, you see what the interviews with everybody uh, for the movie were like. It seemed like no one really cared. Um, like Taika seems like he didn't care. I don't think that's just him being wacky because he's the kooky, wacky guy in interviews. But it seems like he could not have cared less about this movie. It seems like pretty much everybody involved couldn't have cared less about this movie. And maybe that's harsh of me to say, but that's sort of how it came off as I was watching it. And that was disappointing because, like, especially Chris Hemsworth, as I just said, I like him in the role since Ragnarok, and I thought he was great in Infinity War and in Endgame and all that. But in this movie, just nothing clicks. Like, for all the jokes it has, none of them really land. I I don't feel as strongly that it doesn't nail the tone as other people do, but I still feel like it will shift from being silly to being really dramatic at a couple points because like the opening scenes setting up your villain with Christian Bale is really dramatic. There's like nothing really funny to it necessarily. Um, if there's a guy in that scene later that makes jokes and stuff, but it's the same with that. The, the stuff they do with Natalie Portman's character is weird. It's feel it feels way too serious, and the way that they resolve all that stuff just feels sort of out of place for what the ultimate vibe of the movie feels like it's going for. I don't think it nails any of the emotional beats that it's going for. Um, I think it looks even worse than Ragnarok in a lot of ways. It feels very, very slapdash. It feels like there was no effort, and maybe it was a COVID thing or whatever, but I've seen a lot of other movies that were made during COVID, and they look a lot better than this. But it just seems like there was no thought or care put into the composition of anything in this movie, and it feels like there wasn't much more thought or care put into the script, and it feels just yeah tired is the word for me it feels like nobody cared and that the series i don't want to say this is like indicative of the mcu as a whole feeling too tired even though i do feel that way largely about it this movie just feels like the worst offender in that regard is what i will say without going into specifics about anything but yeah i can't even say i was disappointed because i don't re i didn't have super high expectations at this point for it with how i feel about taika and everything like that but yeah it was a movie I watched it, I left, and uh, I moved on with my life immediately. Mm -hmm. There were some things I liked. I liked everything uh, with Zeus until they, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, until they brought him back from the dead. I'm like, you could have just killed him and maybe had Hercules find his body and then do a whole speech there about finding Thor and wanting to kill him and stuff you could have done that but uh yeah I'm the, I'm the same way i don't feel like it wasn't as totally consistent as some people i the characterization of a lot of the characters is what bothered me because sif dying on the battlefield i've i didn't like that scene because i'm like that's not how sif would act she's a very serious warrior she would have not have been like oh shit really i'm not gonna go to valhalla with this like i didn't really like that and I felt like Jane was completely different, but not in a way that worked for me. Natalie Portman was fine, but it was just like, 
I don't feel like Jane would be making as many jokes or acting this specific way. Like there was a lot of awkward moments with her specifically, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. But yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, I don't really have anything more. Like I don't really have anything positive to say about it. Like Christian Bale was good, but I also didn't care. Oh yeah, and Christian Bale. He was good, but like I don't, I didn't care about anything as I was watching the movie because the actual plot he comes up with in the movie is so fucking so stupid like it's yeah okay i'm done i'm not gonna be positive Mm. all right so there's your thor discussion yeah not good might be the worst mcu movie of of the ones that i've rewatched or seen recently it's probably the worst one we'll see if i I, I still don't like i i still like this more than black Panther. not black panther uh black widow okay I haven't for seen, me personally I haven't, I, I, I haven't seen d- black widow or eternals and and all the other ones i haven't seen in a long time yeah i i do not like black widow that might be my least favorite of them mm-hmm. i'm trying to think how do you feel about, yeah, how do you, that's probably how do you, the ugh, one let's try it again how do you feel about the ant-man movies i like them fine they're those, disposable. Yeah, those are both the way that you feel. The <laughs> way that you feel about Rush Hour is the way that I feel about Ant Man. Those are both near the bottom for me. Last time, we'll see if I like either of them anymore when I get back to them eventually. Jay, it's the Dark World, not the Dark Elves. I would much Come rather on. watch the Dark World than this movie easily. We'll see once I rewatch them all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, while we're still on the topic of the MCU, I'm sorry, Harley, uh, Miss Marvel. Now I'm not gonna get into the whole show. My thoughts are that it was it was good in the beginning, and I never really thought like it was bad really until the end. The villains didn't really work. Um, she was good. Uh, Iman Vellani was good as uh, Kamala Khan, and I loved the family dynamic, and I loved everything in Jersey pretty much. There was a good. Um, there was a good style in the first couple episodes that they kind of just drop and do generic MCU stuff. But the last episode is where I had the most issues. And that's because this entire time that they were promoting the show, it was very important. Oh, by the way, in spoilers, 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 spoilers. Uh, so the entire time that they were promoting the show, it was very clear like, Oh yeah, she doesn't have her powers. Yeah, we're making her powers more in line with the MCU. We're making her powers make sense uh, in the MCU, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, she has a bangle or whatever that gives her her powers and stuff. So, okay, whatever. You know, ghetto, I got over the power change, kind of. I just didn't find it really interesting. And then they have the audacity to, to post not post to do a scene in the last episode where like she's she's on the ground and she's getting really into the fight and she goes embiggen now for those of you that don't know miss marvel's powers are that she can embiggen which means that she can like contort her body in sort of like a mr fantastic way but it's mostly like she'll stretch her hands or her feet or she'll shrink down and like that's what she does so they have the audacity to have this moment of like embigging and that's supposed to be like, oh my God, guys, she said the thing. She did the thing. And it just felt so hollow because they were so just adamant about, yes, we're not doing her powers. 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 Only to then be like, and, eh, but we said the thing. Now you guys got to give us all the praise because we did it. You guys are chumps and you guys will eat anything that we give you. Now shut up. So I didn't like that to begin with. And then... <sighs> 
the origin change has been changed, right? It's not that she's an inhuman and she was exposed to Terrigen Mist or yada, yada, yada. That's not what it is. Instead, we get that she is a djinn, which is, uh, it's like a creature. Um, not like a creature, but it's, um, it's like a different race, like an alien or something like that. So we get that she's a djinn. And then she might be related to the clandestines, but we don't know, really. I think they say, like, hey, you're not a clandestine or anything like that. So we go with, okay, she's a djinn, and when she has the bangle on, that unlocks her powers, yada, yada, yada. Uh, no. She has this little soy boy cuck Bruno of hers um, <laughs> investigate her bodies <laughs> and see, like, oh, maybe there's something... You know, like in my blood, maybe I am a gin or anything like that. So he comes back and he's like, "Hey, Kamala, I did the, t- I ran the test for you, and it turns out that there's something in your genes. It's like a mutation." And they play the X Men theme, and he goes, and then the show ends like that. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" So she is now the first mutant of the MCU, which it's not like. I don't want it to be like, oh, uh, she. Uh oh, she's an inhuman. It should be that way. It's just they keep changing a lot of things that are important to her specific character, and it just sucks. <laughs> like the whole point, and Harley says, like, to be fair, the Miss storyline as a whole was pretty terrible. She was the only good thing to come out of it. Yes, but the fact that she was inhuman and her powers played specifically to the story for her. And it never plays a, a part in this story. And they're just like, oh, yeah, but you're a mutant now. Now shut up. And you don't get powers from your bangle or anything like that. And I just feel like they could have done a lot of different things with that. And it's weird that everyone's like, oh, my God, she's a mutant. She's a mutant now. Whoa! Because everyone was so excited to see. And by everyone, I mean all the fakers were excited to see Anson Mount as Black Bolt in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And they're like, hey, look, it's Black Bolt. Look, it's the Inhuman. He's the king of Inhumans. We're getting Inhumans. And then when they get um, Kamala Khan becoming a mutant, they're like, yes, let's go. Let's go. No more Inhumans. It's all mutants now. And it's like, it's so stupid. I just hate people being so fake about that specific thing. They were like, pretending to be happy about black bolt in the mcu and then as soon as miss marvel gets to be a mutant they're like oh yeah let's go it's gonna be so much better now and it really just bothers me it does because they've they've teased mutants twice now and they've both relied on the 97 show and it's just kind of stupid and bad in my opinion i don't feel like you should be leaning on that to build up your characters and it just all feels like cheap applause moments. And I don't like it. So this is what broke me. You know how like Thor Love and Thunder broke people? Miss Marvel is actually what broke me. And I was hearing it was so good until then too. Because it was good. I liked it. I have nothing to add. Yeah, I know you don't. Y'all but anyways, sh- that's Miss Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, you guys sh- will see her in the Marvels next year, which is a musical. You guys will, keyword. Nick's gonna see it begrudgingly. I don't think I'm I don't think I will. Not that one. Mm, I have a feeling you will. 
Jay says the MCU isn't fun anymore is my takeaway from all this without the Infinity Saga overarching storyline the MCU. It's not that I want an overarching storyline either. I just want good movies. Because I feel like everything has just been like, alright, now this is going to be made so it can set up this thing. And Loki's going to be made so that it can set up Doctor Strange and it can set up uh, Spider-Man. And then WandaVision's going to be made so that it can set up Doctor Strange, and then Miss Marvel is going to be made so that it can set up the Marvels and the mutants. Now, it just all feels like it's setting up stuff, which is why. Like, for instance, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, while it does set up Thunderbolts, it's all just set up stuff, and it doesn't feel satisfying to have a complete. St- Jay, that's true there hasn't been any payoffs because it's set up for stuff years away, which, like, just give us a story now and don't have it be like, okay, but now it's going to set up this thing. Give us a, give us a complete story in that specific thing. That's all I want. Anyways, the MCU should have ended or at least (laughs) taken a long break after uh, Endgame. Yeah, that was kind of... Not not to harp on Thor again too much, but like he's the first like original event. I guess technically Black Widow, even though she's dead. Like he's the first original adventure to get a follow up movie after Endgame. He's like the only one left, pretty much. I guess Bruce is still around. He's doing the She Hulk show or whatever. But like he's the one MC, like the one original Avenger that gets a follow up after Endgame, and this is it. It's like really, if if this is what it was gonna be, I didn't need to see him again because this didn't really add anything to me. Now, hold on. Clint had his entire show. That does not count. What do you mean that doesn't count? It's fucking TV. Who gives a shit? I know you it's do. It's TV. Well, it, who gives a shit is that it plays a part into the rest of the stories. That's what. That's who gives a shit. That's what I'm saying. Care. Like, wa- Wanda got a story and then it went into the movies. Who gives a shit? Well, you had to watch that to, to watch that. Loki. Like, Loki is the one that I hate the most. Because his story ended with Endgame in, or uh, Infinity War, in my opinion. And then they're like, okay, but let's bring him back out and let's give him a, sh- a show and it'll be a different version so that people can make the excuse, well, that Loki died. This is a different Loki. It's the same character. Shut up. Anyways, guys, let's talk about good things. Y'all been playing Power Washing Simulator? Nick, we played this game on stream for a couple hours and it was delightful it was i've i've probably put in over 10 hours now you've played more of it yeah Yeah, i don't know more of it than i have i don't know how many you said there was like 14 i feel like i've done more projects than 14 at this point but i've done a lot in that game and it's very just calming soothing relaxing those types of words is what uh is what i could say about power wash sim yeah it's very it's a nice game to play like, you can turn on music or podcast or YouTube video and just have it on in the background. And then you just get your power washer and you clean up. I know, Kyle, I'm going to get to it. And then you clean up a, a playground or you'll clean up a car or a motorcycle, a backyard. You'll just do all those things and you'll go hours and hours. Have you gotten to the train yet? The train? Yeah, the train. Have I? It doesn't sound familiar, but I feel like I've played a lot interesting okay anyways there was a train mission that friend of the show max was stuck on for like two hours like two or three hours because he could not find a specific thing 
There was um, um, a fire station mission that I got stuck on for a little bit that I finished earlier today. Nice. No, I love Power Wash Simulator. That was one when people were like, oh, this is coming to Game Pass. That makes sense. And I'm like, you guys don't even know. This is going to be <laughs> one of the best games of the year. And unironically, it's one of my favorite games of the year. I mean, probably because I haven't played much from this year. And the stuff I have I mean, played I just... hasn't blown me away. But like, yeah, I would I would never have paid for this game. Absolutely not. I was not going to pay. I probably would have. No, I wouldn't have. I, I would have paid 20 bucks for this. Easy. I love power washing stuff. Like I love power washing videos. I love using power washers. Oh, my God. I love seeing something dirty get clean. And this satisfies that perfectly. I thank you for leaving that uh, that sound by clean. There you go. I didn't mean to, but there you go. Yeah. No, I mean, Other than that. Yeah, I can't, can't really add anything about Power Sim. It's fun. It's relaxing is the word, like I said. It's just enjoyable. I never, and I'm, I'm going to immediately forget about it as soon as I'm done playing with it. And I sort of forget that it's what I've been playing until I turn my Xbox back on and see that icon at the front. But yeah, it's enjoyable. I can distract myself with other stuff as I uh, play through it, which I always appreciate. Yeah, which I which I like. It's not a game that you have to take like completely seriously, no. but if you want to, you can, and it's it's fun to just spend hours in there. I perceive right. a, I perceive a very uh, strong speedrunning community with this game, as if it doesn't already exist. Yes, there's going to be a competitive scene for this. Oh yeah, I'm telling you right now, there will be. Other than that, I have all right. So here's my Lego game update. Lego Ninjago, I had finished when we did that, and I've played a little bit more of the open world collecting stuff, so that's been fun to do. I played a third of the Lego movie video game, and I stopped, and I said, this is not worth my time or energy, and it tired me out. I'm like, I do not want to play this. I played the first mission of Lego The Hobbit, and that was good. I liked it. It's one that I want to get back to because I've never completed it, and I love Lego Lord of the Rings. And there's cool stuff that they do in that game. So I, I do want to finish that game eventually. But the one that I've been playing the most has been Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Nick, have you played Lego Pirates of the Caribbean? The answer is most likely no. You guessed it, buddy. Mostly because I had not seen the Pirates movie until 2020, I don't think. Mm. So Pirates of the Caribbean takes the first four movies and makes them, you know, playable levels. Clone Wars, not Clone Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars style, Lego Marvel's Avengers style, Lord of the Rings, all that stuff. So it's five missions per movie. I've completed Curse of the Black Pearl, and this was a game made before they had all the voice acting. So it's all mumbles and stuff, and you build in Legos. And what I like about it is that it's, it's, no, it's Caribbean. Um, What I like about it is that it's, bright and it's a cool aesthetic and it's um a very what am i trying to say it's a very different kind of lego game because a lot of the other lego games it'll be cities or you know buildings and all this stuff but it's because it's set in the caribbean and it's pirates it's old so you get a lot of swords and guns and ships and sunken treasure and skeletons and ghosts. And it's it's a very enjoyable romp, but it's not one of my favorites so far. Hmm, but you're still playing your way through that one. Yes, I, I'm at uh, I'm yeah, I just completed Curse of the Black Pearl, so I'm on to the next three. OK, so you're not stopping it like you did with uh, the, the Lego. Movie. No, 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 no. no. Th this is one that I'm going to continue to play. Cool. 
because yeah. it's short enough. Yeah, it's yeah. No, and I'm sure that like most of like the the formulaic Lego games from like through 2016, 2017, I'm sure those are all at least fun. It's just I can only handle so much of that. I have to like wait a year or two before I play another Lego game just because I get tired of them a little easily, but more than you do, obviously, because you're a much bigger Lego person than I am. But I am. Yeah, I would, again, as I've said before, every few years when there's a Lego sale, I'll buy something on there and I'll play through it and I'll really enjoy it. And then I have no desire to play another Lego game for a good long while. Yeah. And the reason why I I bought it and was playing it was because Steam was having a sale where most of them were like three to seven bucks. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, this is a good time to get a lot of them now. So I got I got Lego Pirates, the Lego movie. I got Lego City Undercover, Lego Incredibles. I think that's it. Let's check my Steam right now. Um, so I have Lego City Undercover, Lego DC Supervillains, Lego Movie the Video Game, Lego Ninjago Video Game, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Lego Hobbit, Lego Incredibles, Lego Lord of the Rings. So yes, it was Incredibles, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Lego Movie Video Game, and Lego City Undercover. Okay. I played some so of those. After, yes, after Pirates, I think I'm going to go City. And that's a long game. That's a very long game. Oh, really? So that one's going to take a while. Yes, it's long. Okay. Caramel I, I or caramel? That, caramel. Caramel. <laughs> oh, you disgust me. It's caramel. There's an A there. It is spelled caramel. It's caramel. caramel. Oh, you disgust me I, I don't yeah like the way harley spells it without the second a like i still pronounce the second a but i don't i don't say caramel to me it's caramel no it's caramel no obviously none of it matters but no maybe that's the midwesterner in me it i don't know i feel like i'm weird when it comes to saying that word maybe i say caribbean and caribbean kind of interchangeably just depends on the vibes I know. I I I've said Caribbean for a long time. I think I'm more Caribbean, but I've definitely said Caribbean. Mm. I just call them, I just call them pirates most of the time. People know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but other than those, I've played two other games that I'm not going to compare yet until I play more of them. But I finally unlocked every character in Smash Bros. without the DLC. Mm-hmm. That was a journey. Yeah, that that took a while, it did. and I'm glad that it's over because I never have to worry about it again <laughs> until Switch deletes all my saves and I have to redo it. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised. You can get cloud saves with your Switch Online. Yeah, I know, but I, I I'm not sure if I trust it. Oh, I also played Overwatch too. That's right, Jay. Overwatch two was fun it's it's more overwatch there are some character changes that i'm not really a fan of so far specifically mora i liked her having her damage orb go out rather than it just being an explode on impact and then sort of decay um but yes i was playing smash because y'all want to have a smash night where we play through the game so i went and unlocked all the characters and Kyle's asking who my go-to Smash character is. They'll find out eventually. I don't want to say because I'm still learning characters, so mm-hmm. I don't know who is my go-to. But 
there are a couple that I like and some more that I want to try out and see how I'm going to feel about them. Yeah, I can't show my hand either. He's a Kirby player. God, no. He's a Meta Knight player. Also, no. He's a Wario player. Nope. We'll find out eventually. We will. But I, I kind of want you to go through every single player you could think of. All 74 characters? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Wow. But, you know, it's Smash Bros. The reason, and Smash Bros. has been coming up a lot lately because whenever I go to my friend's house, we play Smash Brothers there. So it was just sort of a matter of time before I would go in and do everything in there. So mm-hmm. now that that's done, I can shift my focus over to Multiverses, which is the WB version of Smash Bros. that went into closed beta Tuesday and then it goes into complete uh, open beta next week. So I'm excited to continue playing more of that. I'm still liking Jake the dog the best. Um, so that's been fun to play through again. A lot of people were like mad at the game for being free and then having paid cosmetics as if that's not every free game <laughs> ever. And plus it's fighters. So you don't need to. I don't know. It's whatever. But it is what it is. Multiverses is fun. I still like it. I'm curious how I will like it now that I'm playing Smash pretty much at the same time. Mm -hmm. But I think those are the only games that I've been playing lately. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I played Multiverses that one night with you. Wasn't a fan of it. Probably not going to play it again. Um, I'm going to make you play it again. mm, No, you're not. Uh, Overwatch 2, since it's going to be free to play, I will play it when it comes out. But Overwatch is one of those things where I love when I play it, but I also never want to play it when I'm not when I'm not when I'm not in the middle of like, you know, a a period of time when I'm into it, then I don't want to play it at all. Which is I'm in I'm in some Overwatch peace time right now, but when the second one comes out, I'll probably want to play it. Is that it? Uh, Let's see what else. I'm like halfway through Gears 5. I was at one point I was thinking maybe I can beat it by the time that uh we do the episode, but that did not happen cuz Power Wash sim, you know, priorities. Um I'll be done with Gears 5 by the next episode probably. Uh but I'm liking it so far. I'm liking the direction of the story much more than in 4 and um yeah, just in general, it's paced way better in my opinion. So, Gears 5 good. Um and last thing I'll say, I have started Halo 3's campaign, and that's all I will say. There you go. Jay wants me to talk about Better, uh, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is fantastic. I have nothing else to add because I'm not going to talk about spoilers. And oh, yeah, I started Breaking Bad today. He did, yeah, so I'm not going not gonna to talk about that stuff on the air. In an attempt to finish this in two weeks? Uh, Four weeks. See. One, two three four yeah four weeks so i have mm-hmm. four weeks to finish all of breaking bad and better call Saul, which i've never seen any of it so yeah, hold on let's see hold on it's a little bit less than four weeks it's three weeks and like yeah, four like days something like 26 that, days yeah 26 27 days, or 28 so by the go. time we would uh um record a show talking about them you would need to watch four episodes a day to yeah. be done in time <laughs> Which you could do, yeah. I could not do. 
well, we'll see. Because I spend my time doing a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. uh, before I yeah, watch but you TV. Also, you so. also binge a lot of shit, which I don't do. Yes and no. We'll, we'll see. I'm curious to see how far I'm going to get into this. I feel like this is one that I'm going to try very hard to finish and that I'm not going to be able to on time. Yeah. And plus, I won't be able to watch uh, the last season of Better Call Saul anyway because it won't be on Netflix or anything like that. Yeah. So you have to subscribe to AM. Actually, no, they won't even have the whole show on AMC Plus. They, they won't. They take stuff off after like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess for the eventual Better Call Saul recap show, which we'll have a guest or two on probably, I don't know if you can be there for that part. Yeah. I'll I'll be there for the beginning and then mm-hmm. once we get to uh whatchamacallit, the last season, I'll just mute and deafen and then you'll tell me when i can come back yeah sorry so sorry in advance about all that it'll be fine they like it when i'm not on the podcast <laughs> uh yeah better call it's all good that's that's all i can say this uh yep. the the two new episodes of this second half of the season have been some of the best in the show's entire history and i and cannot wait until next week I, i'm loving it so much that i am missing the winger warm-up and the beginning of the winger show to watch these episodes Mm-hmm. Fake fan. Fake fan. Yeah, yeah, I know. But there's one there is one thing that I did binge watch all in one day. Now, Nick, have you heard of the show called The Bear? This is the show about Arthur. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a show about Hank the Tank. Who? You know about Hank the Tank. You don't know about Hank the Tank? I don't think oh, so. Oh my god, hold on. Nick doesn't know about Hank the Tank. Hold on. What a shame. Hank the Tank was this bear that got loose one time. Let me see if I can find. Uh, All right, so this is Hank the Tank. I'm sending it to you right now in your DMs. Actually, I'll put it into this one. Boom, that's Hank the Tank. Look at that big, chunky <laughs> boy right there. Okay, maybe I have seen him. I don't think I knew the name. Okay, yeah, so, so that's Hank the Tank. Okay. No, this is, a, this is a show about a chef who comes back to his hometown um due to familial circumstances and he has to take over this restaurant that was in his family and he's trying to manage everything but there's so much baggage and like repairs that need to be done to the to the shop and stuff that it's all a lot to to take on and so it is uh the main like i don't want to say like hook of it like the main thing is that the guy who comes back, he served in the best, um, the best restaurant. Like he's a really good chef, has a lot of awards and stuff. But he's come back to a very small time place, and throughout the show, you see why he came back, why the shop is in the specific state that it is in, why the specific characters are acting the way that they are what this specific character meant to all of them and it's really good and it's really short i think it's eight episodes and they're all like 25 30 minutes each it's all on hulu right now and it just got renewed for season two and i'm very excited to see where they go for season two because the ending of season one is awesome and episode seven is amazing those the people that have seen the bear know exactly what i mean when i say episode seven is awesome it's so good. I have nothing to add. I would I would I would encourage you to watch it. 
you're not going to because you're a stickler who only watches The Bachelor and Better Call Saul. Oh, I should. Sorry, I should Bachelorette. About, yeah, it's Bachelorette but, right now. I should talk about Bachelorette but, here in a second. But the bear is really, um, it's really which what what am I trying to say? It's it's short, it's concise, and the episodes move at a really good pace. And you can watch it all, like I said, in a day. The word you were looking for is efficient, I think. Efficient, sure. It's efficient at what it's trying to mm-hmm. do. I love it. And then Kyle says it also has Maddie Mathen- Matheson in his debut acting role as a professional chef in the real life. And hilarious. It's very true. Uh, the, a lot of chefs have been really liking the show for Chef Speak. So, mm. yeah, The, the Bear. Uh... It's good. I recommend. I recommend it. Yeah, it's not like a massive deterrent for me from that show, but the lead of that show, he was the oldest brother in Shameless, right? He was Lip. Yeah, yeah he was Lip and Shameless. My least favorite character on that show. I never cared about him. He was, wasn't terrible, but like I never cared about him as a character in the few seasons of that show that I watched. The actor made like no impression on me whatsoever. So hearing that he was leading the show, I'm like, okay. It didn't make me any more or less likely to watch it. I'm just like, yeah, I don't think that's enough to make me want to watch it. He doesn't give the best performance of the show is still a good performance but um his they call him cuz uh but the person who plays his cousin quote unquote is really who i think gives the best performances of the show uh even moss backrack that's the actor um he's really good in the show so i would say if you're deterred not like deterred but I don't want to say like hesitant, but you have qualms, I guess, with the lead actor and that he didn't really make an impression on you. I would say he probably still won't, but I feel like the supporting cast is strong, strong to hold it up. Okay. I may watch it. I've like kind of considered it, but it's like of all the shows I could watch, it's not particularly high on the list. You know what show I've actually been considering watching? Oh boy. Like legitimately considering. Only murders in the building. Hey, let's go. Why? I don't know. Just something like I feel like enough people like enough people from enough. Like I have like people I follow who have totally different tastes than like people in our discord. And most of them seem to like that show. So I've got sort of a consensus that most people like it. So at that point, I'm like, I might give it like more inclined to give it a shot than it would be otherwise. Because obviously the jokes for the last year two years that we've known each other have been that my tastes often don't align with you guys's taste so when i see people whose tastes that i'm more agreeable with say say the show is good i'm like oh i might actually give it a shot because it's nothing against you guys but i just know how often we disagree about stuff so if you guys say something's great that's not automatically making me want to watch it if that makes sense he's a he calls us basic and he doesn't value our opinion sure there you go (laughs) Yeah, so no promise that I'll watch that show, but of all the shows that I've con- been considering watching, what'll probably happen is I'll do Breaking Bad again, realistically, but I've been considering Only Murders in the Building. Only Murders is good. I, I'm so curious to see if you're going to like it. I don't think you will, okay. but... I'm willing to give we'll it see. a shot, is, is sort of how I'm feeling. Because right I, feel like, I feel like you'd like the bear more than you would Only Murders, but we'll see. I like both of the shows. Only Murders season two... Hasn't been as good, but the last couple episodes have been really have been really good. And so I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah, so I'll report back if I've started watching that show by the next episode. 
Yep. But you know what show I all have right, been Nick, watching? Talk Bachelorette. Yeah, I've been watching the Bachelorette. The oh, God, I have to handle this all by myself now. Great. Uh, so, Elena is in the chat. Elena has been the driving force behind me watching Bachelorette. Um, I skipped whatever. So, we watched Bachelor in Paradise last year. As you guys know, we did a couple episodes talking about it. We had Elena on to talk about that whole season when it was over. Had a very fun time with the absolute trash of that show. Um, it was like perfect reality TV trash to me. I didn't watch whatever came after. I don't know if it was just Bachelor or if there was also a Bachelorette in between that. I guess there wouldn't be because we're having Bachelorette now. Anyway, it shows you how closely I follow the show. But I saw that there was a new season coming out and it's around the same time of year. Well, I guess. Hold on. Let me do the math. I think it's around the same time of year as The Bachelor in Paradise started last year, which Manny and I picked up mid late season, I think. Um, so I was like feeling it you know i had a little bit of spare time i was like i I just want to watch something stupid so i picked bachelorette so i watched the uh, premiere last week the big two-hour premiere i think it was and folks the gimmick of this season is that they've got two bachelorettes now and wouldn't you know it they might be having some conflicts about being into the same guy and think about the drama that can ensue from that um the show hasn't fully reached the level of trashiness that I personally enjoy in reality TV. Um, the first episode was a little little slow, a little boring, um, just because they started with 32 potential bachelors and they had to try, which they failed at, but they tried to divvy up screen time between, between all the guys. So what that ultimately amounted to was each guy doing one basic thing when he introduced himself to the girls outside the house. So he had to come up on a horse with his shirt off. He had a magician come up. Um, you had a guy named Meatball who came up with a giant, like, 10-plus-foot meatball sub and handed it to the girls. So it's like each guy taking their moment to uh, stand out as best they could. Uh, that was pretty much the highlight of that, ep of that episode. Everything that came after was, like, the boring Bachelor conversations that are where I'm uh, least into the show. Um but some of it, like some of it, was enjoyable. I, I don't particularly care for the two bachelorettes at this point yet, as in terms of personalities and anything like that. Um, they're not. That was always my concern with watching Bachelor and Bachelorette was because Bachelor in Paradise is like equal amounts of men and women, and they can sort of intermingle as much as they want. You'll have people leaving leaving one person for another and stuff like that throughout the show, and you'll have people brought in mid season keeping things fresh and bringing different drama into the fold. So I feel like Bachelor in Paradise is much, I don't know if better paced is the right word, but there's much more stuff going on with more different people. So you're not stuck with the same couple people throughout the entire season, because that was my concern with Bachelor and Bachelorette was if I don't like the lead, or in this case, the leads of the show, they're the people I'm going to see most frequently. So if I don't like them, then I feel like that's going to hurt the entire rest of the show, which so far, it's kind of done that, but I think the second episode, which Elena and I watched together last night, uh, that was fun. Um, second episode got better. There were there were uh, a couple different points in the episode where we got some drama. Uh, got, things got a little serious at a couple points in time. Again, I want more. I want more straight up trash from this show than I've had so far. Um, we need we need to wreck some people's lives. We need them to do some stupid shit. Is all I'm saying. Uh, we need more interesting stuff to start happening in this show, but I'm enjoying Bachelorette uh, season 19, I believe it is now. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. Elena and I are going to keep watching it every week, at least until football season starts, uh, if, if the show is still going by then. We don't know exactly when the show is going to end yet. Um, we haven't seen what the finale date is, but it should lead into Bachelor in Paradise the next season. So 
Manny, it's you say you're back in the chat. Would you watch Bachelor in Paradise this next season with us? Yes, that's the only Bachelor thing okay. that I'll watch. Bachelorette and Bachelor are just boring. Yeah, I'm. It's, it's I'm a little like, bored. There's with not it, enough but trash. Yeah, again, have to be in the right environment to watch these shows. As long as you're, as long as I'm watching them with Elena or with you or with both of you, ideally, then I can enjoy even Bachelorette. Bachelorette, which I'm, is not nearly as fun. I guess, for lack of a better term, it's just simply yeah. not just not as fun. But I'm enjoying it so far. And isn't this? I think there's a couple things. Alana, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this? I feel like this is the second time that they've had dual bachelorettes, and I think this is the second season, second or third season of Bachelorette since Bachelor in Paradise last year. I, do, I think this is the first dual bachelorettes. I believe believe I'm right in that regard. But yeah, I think you're right that we've had at least a season of Bachelorette between the last Paradise and this one. Yeah. I, I wasn't, I I wasn't sure about the timing of everything, but... I think I went Bachelor, Bachelorette, 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 Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelorette. Maybe that's what it was. I, I could just look at this. Let's look at... Do we have a Bachelor timeline? Is bachelor it, release dates? This is like the Zelda timeline. Okay, Elena says that is that correct. That is correct. You gotta be Which more specific, Elena. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming they meant this is like the second or third season of Bachelorette since Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, so we had Bachelor. We had a lot of. We had Bachelor from January to March of this season. Then Bachelorette, Hold then on. Bachelorette again. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Bachelorette. He's looking it up. Jamie, look it up. Exactly. Season, Steve season, Pilot, season. don't know who that is. But Alana says, fuck Steve the pilot. Yes, so we had we had ba- a Bachelorette season from October to December of last year. So that would have been right after Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. So then we had that at the end of 2021. Then we had Bachelor at the beginning of 2021. Then, yeah, then we had the one that just started. So we didn't have another Bachelorette between then and now. Gotcha. Also, it was Kyle that said it, not, not Alana. Wow. I'm, I'm illiterate right now. Call me... Call me Leah Michelle, because I'm illiterate. I can't read. Oh, you want to get into that? <laughs> no, not really. No. <laughs> but she's illiterate, guys. Okay. We don't know if she's illiterate. There are just a lot of signs pointing to the fact that she is. Okay. That's all. Anyway, Bachelorette. Great television. It's the Better Call Saul of reality television. Actually, no, that's that's oh, uh, God. that's Bachelor in Paradise. That? That's the Better Call Saul of reality television. Bachelorette is like, hmm, what would the equivalent be? It's like the it's like the Mandalorian of uh, of reality television. It's really good. It's like the Book of Boba Fett of television. No, that'd be Bachelor. I think. I was trying to think of like a good that. show that I don't totally love. Uh, Mando Mando fits that rebels never saw rebels so i can't say that well i mean for me it'd be oh. rebels okay yeah i don't know steph's on the on the leah michelle's illiterate train me too steph yeah i am both on I'm that train. staying far away from broadway drama that is uh, not my department folks it's not necessarily broadway drama it's just that leah michelle's a terrible person that can't read 
That's really what it is. <laughs> what a funny thing to say about someone. They're a terrible person that can't read. I mean, you hear about how she is to work with, and then the fact that there are literally no signs pointing that she can read. And the fact that when, when people ask cast members if Leah Michelle can read, they just say, next question. Like, I don't know. It's just a fun thing to latch on to. If it's fake, if it's real, ultimately, I don't care. I have nothing to add here. This is just funny. Yeah. Oh, that I really don't have anything else to add for the episode. I was going to say, awkward silence probably means we're done. Yeah. I guess it's somewhat shorter episode this week. We we had no idea what we were going to talk about, really. Nope. We, ju- we just winged it. Do you say winged or is, is there a past tense for it? Do we say we wung it? No, you winged it. You winged it? Okay. I was like, wung just sounds wrong. <laughs> I don't think we wung it. No, it's winged. Gotcha. But yeah. Yeah, was... I don't really have anything else. That's it. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> wow. What a great outro he did there. Yeah, we're still on air, but I stopped recording. Oh, oh, great. I didn't actually stop recording. Ah, okay. So he didn't stop <laughs> recording. We can do an actual outro here. Yeah, hold on. I'm eating a fruit snack. You go ahead and eat your fruit snack, buddy. I'll wait for you. You're better at the outros and the intros than I am. But yeah, I think that's really going to be it for us this week, guys. As always, you can find us over on Twitter and on our Anchor, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff uh, over at Nick and Manny's Infinite Podcast. You can find Nick at Reeves117 on Twitter. Find me at InfiniteManny1 on Twitch. I think Infinite Manny on Twitter. And we'll see you guys next time. You know we still have link trees, right? We can just say go to the We link do tree. still link. Yeah, we do still have link trees. You know what I noticed is that we don't do time codes anymore. Yeah, we do. Or at least I've been trying to. You did. You did post them for the, for the uploads on uh on Tuesday. I think there was one of tomorrow. Oh my god! I think there was, was one Monday. of them. What's tomorrow? I said tomorrow is Thursday. I feel like today is Thursday. It's, it's today has most, felt the most off week ever. It's the most Thursday ass Wednesday that ever existed. Not today. But yeah, I think there was one upload on the YouTube channel that was that the original episode didn't have time codes, so. I couldn't upload it with time codes, but I think the rest of them have had it. Mm. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. Anyway, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys.